0: What's going on, everybody? My name is Josh. Welcome to the Barstool Blogger on His Podcast. Hope you all had a wonderful holiday break with some friends and family. You got to spend time with those you care about and those you hold dear. It's a good time for reflection around the holiday season, especially when we get into uh, New Year's and kind of the the flip of the page of a a new year, a new decade in this instance. Uh, People always come up with resolutions. Personally, I find resolutions a bit uh, distasteful. I think goals or something along those lines is more more appropriate because you can set you know you can actually measure them and you can track them like setting a goal about just like be healthier is kind of or the resolution and like that, that's strange how are you going to track that And maybe some people can live off of that most can't and so i do find resolutions funny though i think uh, most people like we kind of get the memes of them now they're mostly short-term kind of you just convincing yourself you're going to do something better. So I did want to do a, uh, I wanted to do a Barcelona new year's resolutions edition. Uh, This is going to be a bit of a, like we're not going to do a game preview on this one. Uh, You know, come on. Uh, We're going to do just resolutions for 2020 for Barcelona. I have four of them. I think they're all obtainable. Not really. And uh, we're going to get into it. Hang on. Let me, let me just drink a little water real quick. All right. So first resolution Not treat transfers like a piece of cheese. Uh, This was one of my favorite stories from the week. Uh, This this one's more of a joke. Um, Well, all these are kind of, you know, whatever. So this week... uh Mateus Delight's agent said that Barcelona treated him like a piece of cheese. Uh, the quote was Barcelona thought Frankie de Jong is coming. Delight will arrive as well. They treated him like a piece of cheese, as we say, but the reasons they wanted him there were wrong. Did they believe a player like Piquet was going to leave his spot in the team? In Holland, they almost believe Barcelona are a Dutch club, not a foreign club. They saw this transfer almost as sacrilege. They thought he had to go there. Delight is not interested in money. He just wants to play. And Juve wanted him one year ago. And Delight told me. Me, Mino, I want to go to the Harvard of defending. And so that's why we chose Juve to graduate. Delight's agent, M- Mino Raiola. So, uh, you know, I mean, that, that's a good New Year's resolution. Don't treat transfers like a piece of cheese. I don't actually know, right? Like, we don't know how true this is. Um, but we have to say just don't treat transfers like a piece of cheese. Maybe like, a, you know, a piece of salami. But I have to say, after the the plentiful holiday season of Christmas and New Year's parties, I'm a little tired of those soggy pieces of cheese that, like, if you get to the party 30 minutes late, you know they set the cheese plate out about 30 minutes beforehand, so the cheese is a little soft. It's a little room temperature by the time you get there. But the meat's still fine. Now, theoretically, maybe the meat has the same shelf life out in room temperature. I don't know. But it does taste better than a nice lukewarm piece of cheese. And so Barcelona don't treat transfers like a piece of cheese. Resolution number two. This one is more this is obviously far, far more important. Uh get rid of Ernesto Valverde and choose a future, not a present is what I wrote down. Um I think when big clubs get rid of managers, they often choose to replace them with whoever the most high like look at the Premier League recently, right? Like Everton snagged Ancelotti Ancelotti clearly I mean is clearly settling. He wants to work. Um like David Moyes is a classic example of that over the years. Like don't just hire the the most recent mercenary who's out there, who's the biggest name. If you're gonna get rid of Valverde, choose an intern, whatever you have to do to kind of ride the season out, and then choose a future. I don't know if that's you know, I don't know if that's I think we talked about Chavi, like in the future. I don't know who that is for the long term. I just have to say, like, don't I would be pretty disappointed if Barcelona fired Valverde after some poor Champions League match or a couple poor La Liga performances and then they hire someone who all the press releases say is the future, they signed me a three-year deal, blah, 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 just a big name and then we're kind of stuck in the same position. Like I hope that they, if they do choose to fire Valverde or amicably exit the relationship, Mm -hmm. that they choose a more patient path and a path that is more directive towards a coherent vision, not necessarily just the, the biggest name out there who has the brightest idea. So that's New Year's resolution number two. Number three is win the Champions League with an interim manager. Uh, I think this would be awesome. Obviously winning the Champions League, right? And, and this is where I struggle. This one's probably the most far-fetched of the four. Um, winning the Champions League... Like the only thing that seems to me like will get Valverde fired midseason is if they have an early Champions League exit. I don't foresee him getting fired in the season, unless that happens. So this one's a bit far fetched. Some some things would have to happen, but I just feel like Barcelona is the perfect candidate for the team that its manager gets fired and all of a sudden they're just they're just way better. <laughs> like that just they seem like the perfect candidate for that. So Barcelona, if you're listening. I know you are perfectly target Valverde's firing for like a week before the champions league semifinals or w- w- however far you think you can get with his, with his, uh, his, his complacent style fire him a week before the semifinals. The players are going to get fired up. It's going to be great. And then they're going to win with some interim manager. It's going to be like an assistant or someone, uh, and they're going to win the champions league. And I, I, I think that would be personally a little bit fantastic. So number four, Signing the striker of the future. So this one's a little interesting to me. Um, I don't actually know what that looks like. I, Barcelona seem to be caught in the middle of things where they have someone like Antoine Griezmann who traditionally played a forward role at Atletico Madrid. I know he played some winger and stuff for the French team and he, he has played more winger Barcelona, obviously. So I don't think they view him as the Luis Suarez replacement I do think that they, I don't think they're ready to just give the reins to one of the young guns. I don't think that they're going to either move for someone or take someone from the academy and just like, you know throw them up top, obviously. I, I don't really know what, what their move is. Um, they've, they've seen a lot of opportunities pass over, over recent over recent windows like suarez is 33 um in january this month actually uh that you know a couple of the players that have popped up recently are um psv's daniel malen and um lorato martinez those are a couple of the names that have popped up and again i think this has happened every every summer over the last three years excuse me over the last three years and uh nothing has really changed it's just been kind of barcelona have been linked with all these guys and then nothing has really nothing has really come of it so i don't know we'll have to see what happens if they do make a move for anyone this year i do know that um the most recent little you know transfer report said that the priorities for this summer were Lorto martinez from inter milan um a defender right um the delight then keeps popping up like i know andres Christensen and diego garlos from sevilla are some of the long term replacements for pk so the the name that just keeps you know what actually i have a fifth new year's resolution can we just can we just give up on neymar please can that please just be can that be our fifth new year's resolution Actually, I have a six now that I think about it too. But for our fifth New Year's resolution for Barcelona, we're making a lot. You know, we have a little shopping list of resolutions here. Uh, let's just let's just stop wanting Neymar. Like I don't know if this is actually real. Like they're over the holiday break. One of them posted a picture of uh, Messi, Suarez, and Neymar together. They posted a selfie together, and then like you know the last couple of days, recent reports you know said that they're willing to pay 180 million to PSG for him. It's, it's just weird like I don't I, like Ansu Fati's been great I I just why not just not go for Neymar like I don't know maybe in their mind they're just like they're gonna punt on the Dembele thing they think they could I don't know here's what I want Sign the guy or just please just make it stop. I, I don't even know how you make it stop because as long as he's not on Barcelona, I feel like these rumors are just always going to be around. So uh, let's, just, let's just never sign him, please. And then we can stop covering him. The sixth and final, unless I think of more, New Year's resolution for Barcelona is let's not be so reliant on Lionel Messi in big moments. I know that's weird to like say because you have a player like Lionel Messi to come up big in big moments, but it's we've we've talked about this over the last you know few weeks. It's been like a theme. Um, it it's been a bit of a theme as when there are like the associated dad match was key. The even to an extent the Real Madrid match, although he did have his moments in that, where Messi is just expected to pull like a rabbit out of the hat late in a match. And I want a Barcelona offensive attack in 2020 that doesn't rely on Messi's brilliance to come up with. And they don't rely on it always, right? Like Griezmann's really been getting into it. Suarez is having a decent season. The midfield's playing well and becoming more cohesive as time goes on. But that's just what I want. In 2020, I want them to be, I want them to have the ability to be less reliant on Messi in a big match. Like if Messi shows up and, you know, just as a dud match, which as he ages, that will happen. I want Barcelona to still be able to win those matches. And I don't know if that happens without a potentially more potent striker or or what that looks like. But that was my sixth year's resolution for Barcelona. So let us know if you have any. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. That is it for me. I'm Josh. Be sure to check out the website, barcelagarnes.com. We're part of the SB Nation Network and we will talk to you all next time. Thanks.